Sometimes when we're starting our business, we think that everybody can benefit from our product or service. And maybe that's true. However, to be most effective in your marketing campaign, you should strategize and target those people who are the most likely end users. Today, you're going to hear tips on how to identify your target market. Stay tuned. If you enjoy the Miss Biz podcast, but still have questions or need advice, we have some exciting news for you. Join us for Miss Biz Connects. Miss Biz Connects is a weekly one hour Zoom call on Fridays at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. This is one hour each week dedicated to you. We want to meet you and put our brains together to help you grow personally, professionally, and spiritually. To access the meeting link, visit us on our social media pages at Miss Biz Podcast or send us an email to MissBizPod at gmail.com. Join us this Friday and let's grow the Miss Biz Nation. Lady bosses, are you working even after putting the kids to bed but still not getting results? Are you tired of spending money on ads that aren't getting engagement? Do you feel burdened that you aren't fulfilling your purpose in life because you are so consumed with work? I'm your host, Brooke Boltz. I'm an attorney and founder of Boltz Legal. I started my business and in one year was bringing in seven figures and am now bringing in multi seven figures. And I'm your co-host, Rachel Boltz, owner of Boltz Media. I've helped many business Businesses build their online presence and increase their revenue through digital marketing. Want to hear how we did it? We are here to help you achieve your goals personally, professionally, and spiritually. So kick off your high heels, sit back, and let's ignite that passion. We're Miss Biz, where we're putting the Miss in Biz. Let's get biz done. Understanding your target market is the foundation of any successful marketing campaign. It allows you to connect with your audience effectively and it maximizes your marketing efforts. In this episode, we will explore the importance of identifying your target market and we will discuss effective strategies to help you do just that. But before we get started, we would like to invite you to join our free Facebook group. It is called Miss Biz Nation and this is a group that you can join if you need help with identifying your target market or if you have any other business related questions this is a free resource for you to use to get the information that you need to kick things off let's talk about why identifying your target market is so crucial the first reason is focused messaging Identifying your target market helps you craft focused and relevant marketing messages. When you know who your ideal customers are, you can tailor your content, language, and tone to resonate with them directly. This creates a stronger connection and increases the chances of conversion. 
A company that I've seen who does this very well is the Life Alert Company. Um, they sell these devices where if an individual is having a medical emergency, the elderly person will touch it and then receive help. Um, and what this does is they are essentially creating a visual storytelling through their messaging. Um, and that invokes a emotional response. Um, typically, this individual's life is saved at the end of the commercial as a result of using this product. And the company, they, they do this as a way to clearly reach their target market. So do you want to explain a little bit about sure. how that's done? The target market that they are attracting is elderly individuals and their families. And they do that by telling a story that would relate both to an elderly person as well as their family member. And they put it on a, a type of uh, source that is gonna be most viewed. So television is probably the more widely used by the elderly population than social media, for example. Um, I would argue that retired individuals probably spend more time in their life watching TV than they do at any other juncture of their life. So putting this type of an ad on television is a wise marketing decision for a life alert company because they have a strong message directed at that demographic and they're putting it on a medium that is going to be widely viewed by that demographic. And that's the reason why they're able to obtain such high conversions with their sales is because they are specifically using focused messaging um, with their language, their content, and their tone to reach their intended target audience. The next reason why identifying your target market is so important is efficient resource allocation. We all have budgets and we have to be cognizant of those budgets when we are deciding where to put our money to market our businesses. By targeting your efforts towards a specific market segment, you can allocate your marketing resources more efficiently. Instead of casting a wide net and hoping to catch potential customers, you can focus on the channels and platforms that your target market prefers, making your marketing campaigns more effective and cost efficient. Someone once told me that it's better to be a big fish in a small pond than a small fish in a big pond. And that's a mistake I was making when I first started. I was casting a wide net. I was putting my ads all over the place. And once I got that advice, I decided to narrow in really on the town where my office is located and where I live and just really started putting all my resources into that geographic area. And I, I think that that has been uh, good, that was good advice and it has been effective because I do find that people in my local town are recognizing me and my brand more and more. Then once you've done that, you can always grow from there to widen your demographic, but starting small is the best thing to do when you have limited resources. Another example of this is I had a TV commercial a while back and the advice I was given is to put my commercial on the channels and shows that had the most viewers. 
but it turned out that those shows and channels that had the most viewers also had the most legal advertisements. <laughs> so my budget being what it is in comparison to these other much larger firms uh, was it, my ads were getting lost in the mix of dozens of other law firm commercials. So if I were to do it again, I think it would be a better strategy for me to put my commercials not on the highest viewership, but on the highest female viewership shows. And I think that would be a better resource allocation for me because I believe that women tend to resonate and relate to me better uh, than any other demographic. And so if I were to do it again, I would focus on those shows that had high female viewership. And that's the way that you have to look at it. You have to look at it through the lens of who is buying your product or who is utilizing one of your services. Um, and I saw a mistake that was made by RuPaul himself. Um, I was at dinner with my friend, Brian Agnew. It was football season and every TV in the facility had football games playing, but there was one specific TV in the middle that had eight different stations that were promoting football on it and above the stations was RuPaul's marketing so RuPaul was essentially he, he gave a, a marketing advertisement agency money to probably do exactly what you did initially where he wanted to be the most watched network however my friend and I were laughing and I took a picture of it because we clearly saw that he was not maximizing his his marketing dollars for his target market if you think about it football fans are more than likely not going to be the individuals who are interested in viewing RuPaul's show however if he would have taken that same marketing budget and used it towards um, targeting a highly viewed women's network he probably would have seen a higher conversion and an increase in his viewership um, just by reallocating those resources and being specific with his target market. Um, there are many people who need your product and there may be, you may have multiple products that multiple individuals could use, but to be most effectively, you have to use market segmentation. In terms of marketing, segmentation is the division of consumer markets into meaningful and distinct customer groups. Market segmentation allows businesses to look at consumers as several different groups instead of one mass market. Segment your target market by age, behavior, and buying preferences. For example, if I own a shoe store and I have shoes for a number of different age groups and, and genders, would it be a wise decision for me to make an ad showing showcasing all the different types of shoes that i sell no why 
because if you are trying to be effective in your marketing, you want to focus on a specific type of shoe. So for example, if you're selling children's shoes, you want your ad to be primarily focused on children's shoes. Now you might have some B-roll footage of, you know, a showcasing of all the different types of shoes that you have, but your messaging, your tone, um, the actors that you're using, they're all going to be geared towards that child's shoe. Now, if you have a women's boot that you're trying to promote you're going to be specific in promoting just that product that boot so you might have where it's cold outside and the person is in you know snow um you know it might paint a picture of a woman like on her way to work because it's a classy type work boot shoe so you're going to make sure that when you're doing your ad you're doing it very specifically for the type of product that you're selling and the type of result that you're trying to achieve. September 30th is International Podcast Day. As a way to celebrate, we are launching a giveaway where one lucky winner will receive a $500 gift card. To play, you must listen for the super secret keyword found in every episode leading up to September 30th. Send your answer to missbizpod at gmail.com and you will be entered to win. You can also earn more entries by liking our posts, following our pages on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube, or by sharing our content on your page using the hashtag MissBizPodcast. Each like and follow is one additional entry. The person with the most entries wins. Let's celebrate International Podcast Day and let's get biz done. Today's secret keyword is let's get biz done done and this brings up a good point that your target there's there's different types of target markets so the first analysis that you're going to do is who's the target market for my business and brand as a whole so for me in bolts legal i believe that women resonate with my brand more than anyone else and being more specific probably women in the age range of say 25 to 55 uh, those are probably going to be the demographic that relates to me and my brand the most. So I know that's my target market in general for Bolts Legal. But if I want to focus on bringing in more motorcycle accidents, then that I could do an ad targeted at female motorcycle riders, but I could also tailor an ad towards the male motorcycle community that is not my overarching target market, but is the targeting targeted market for that specific ad. So Rachel, what are your recommendations and how we navigate all these different target markets and when we should be assessing what? So I would say, look at whatever your goal 
is. Whatever your goal is, that is how you're going to want to devise your strategy for the advertisement. So if it Brooke, for example, if you're wanting to increase, you know, motorcycle referrals, then you're going to want to target your ad probably primarily towards men, or you can niche down even more um, towards female motorcyclists, like you said, but it depends on what your goal is with who you're going to be targeting. Um, and you can do the same thing if you sell a like a unisex product that can be used by male or female, you know, you might want to have one ad just for men in between the ages of 25 or 50 and you might want to have another ad for women within that same age range or if you want to focus on um, reaching the elderly population you know you're going to have an ad specifically designed with that and your messaging is going to be in relation to more of what is going to be well received by someone of that generation um, because with communication you you have to communicate in a way that somebody is going to understand and what is going to be the best way to reach that person. So by properly identifying your target market, you can adjust everything very specifically to meet the need of the individual that you're trying to reach. And when we were chatting about this earlier, we were talking about an example of a realtor. So if you're a female middle-aged realtor, your overall target market may be women because women, we just tend to relate to each other well. But if you have a house that you're trying to sell that has a massive man cave in it, then you would probably want to target that ad towards the male demographic. So you have to, as Rachel said, look at what is your goal you want to sell this house. Who is the most likely purchaser of this house? It has a huge man cave, so probably men are going to be the most attracted to this particular house. So this is kind of how the analysis goes. Your target market is evolving based on your brand, but also based on each particular product and ad that you are putting out. Yeah, and you can put out multiple ads for the same type of product um, because for some reason, certain ads will perform better than others. So when I run Facebook ads, it gives me the option to have five different versions of the ad and whichever version works the best, that is the one that gets selected. Um, so it may be something as simple as running an ad for women and running an ad for men or using, you know, this tone to reach an audience of 50 plus and using this tone to reach an audience of 50 and below. Um, so sometimes you have to experiment a little to find out what is going to be the most effective. So the next tool you should do, use in identifying your target market is research. 
Conduct thorough market research to gain insights into your potential customers. Utilize surveys, focus groups, and online analytic tools to collect data about their demographics, preferences, buying behaviors, and challenges. This data will help you build accurate buyer personas and target your marketing efforts accordingly. Social media and Google make it so easy for you to look up who the demographics are that are looking at your uh, online presence. But sometimes you can do more official or in-person type of market research as well to help you test new products or new theories or find out what price points are going to be best. There's just a number of different research tools you can use. But the more formal approach would be hiring people to be in a focus group. And I've done this for jury trials. We want to know, are we going to win this trial or not? And so we pay people to come sit in a room and we do a mock trial and they tell us how they would rule if they were, what their ruling would be if they were a, uh, or what their verdict would be if they were to be on the jury. And so you can do this with your product. You can hire people to be a part of a, a virtual focus group or an in-person focus group, but you can also just do it informally through being intentional about your conversations with people you meet in your everyday life. If you're at a social engagement, um, which this reminds me just last weekend, I was at a get together with a bunch of women and my sister was wanting to inquire of people what their most, um, what the most popular fitness classes were. So she started going around and asking the women there, what type of exercise classes do you enjoy the most? And she was just using that time as an opportunity to conduct market research. And she's, she's a chiropractor. So that was an important uh, market research for her. So these are the tools you can use. It doesn't have to cost money by hiring a focus group. You can just start asking people where you go, these type of questions to help you uh, further narrow in on your target market. We have so many tools available to us online as well. Um, you can utilize polls, you can utilize surveys, um, you can send uh, lead forms to people that you're trying to reach. So there are a ton of resources available for you to use where you can take this information and use it to your advantage. And something else that I like to use a lot is a competitive competitor analysis. So this is where you're going to analyze your competitors, customer base and their marketing strategies. But what's great about this is you can also look for any gaps or underserved segments that you can target so that you can turn your competitors strength, uh, weakness into your strength. Also, if there's any opportunities out there, you can by you by utilizing an analysis mindset and really creating a strategy you can maximize your opportunities before your competitors do which will really give you a leg up um, and you can position yourself to make your brand unique and differentiate yourself in the market which is one of the most difficult things that you as a business owner can do because uh, most of the time your industry has a bunch of people 
people that are already serving your potential customers. So you have to do something that's going to draw people in to want to do business with you. You have to give them a reason and show them that you're not like everybody else. Now, I will tell you, when you are analyzing your customers based in their marketing strategies, be very careful that the decisions that you're making in terms of your target market is something that is <clears throat> not only within the best interests of your business in terms of the target market, but if you're going to be jumping on a trend, make sure that it is something that is part of your core values, not something that you're doing just to be trendy or to stay relevant. And a company that I saw recently do this was Target. They had introduced um, a transgender line for apparel and um, different products that they had. And when someone complained about it, they moved all that stuff to the back of the store. Now, I believe because they made that move of moving everything back to the back of the store, that that more than likely wasn't one of their core values because Target's target market is primarily families. Um, and once people started complaining about it, they just decided to act like they never did that. Um, so anytime that you are looking at what your competitors are doing and you're making decisions to meet your target audience, you want to ask yourself, is this in fact my target audience? And two, is this in fact something that I believe in? Because if it's not, then people are going to see that you are just doing something just to be trendy and not because it was something that was your core value. When life has to stress, Miss Biz has your back. Mom hack. Who wants to get the mildew smell out of their towels? I do. If you're anything like me, you like to reuse towels every so often to save on having to do laundry all the time as well as energy. And sometimes, even after washing them, they still smell like mildew. So today, we have a great mom hack for you. Add baking soda or lemon juice to the washing machine while washing your towels and it will get rid of the mildew smell. Works like magic. Smell you later. Customer feedback and engagement is super important to identify your target market and, and pivot your target market or readjust your target market as needed. So actively engage with your existing customers to gather feedback and insights. Conduct customer surveys monitor social media discussions, and encourage direct communication. By listening to your customers, you can uncover valuable information about their needs, pain points, and expectations. So target marketing is something that you are constantly evaluating and reevaluating. You may have started your business and expected that teens were gonna be your most prominent fan base, and then over time realized, actually, it's middle-aged people who are buying my products more often. So keep assessing that and pivot as needed to refocus on who your 
biggest purchasing base is. Yes, and the this leads perfectly into our next topic, which is test and refine. So like I said, whenever I do advertisements, not only do I run multiple advertisements, but I also do a B test um, in addition to running different ads um, to see which one is going to do better. Um, uh, and you can implement a small scale marketing campaigns or pivot these projects to test different marketing segments out. Then what you're going to do is you're going to analyze the results because there's no point in running the test if you don't analyze the results so you have to take the time to analyze the results and then refine your approach based on the feedback and the data that you collect um, and this process is going to help you fine-tune your target market identification and ensure that your marketing efforts are on track so like in terms of social media like your regular social media posting you can go into the meta business suite or the professional um, mode and you can see the insights and you can see okay are more males viewing my social media content are more females viewing my social media content what is their age group that way if you need to adjust your tone or your strategy and what you're using to add value to them you can adjust that based upon who your customers are because who your customers are now may not be who your customers were when you first started your business. And like Brooke had mentioned earlier about customer feedback and engagement, people will let you know if they don't like something. Um, so really take some time to focus on any feedback that you receive from reviews, from surveys, um, just from people commenting on things that you're, you're doing. Um, trends, patterns, and interests, they constantly change. So it's important to make sure that you're, you're implementing these changes to consistently meet the needs of your customer base and your target market can change whether you are in agreement with it or not so just keep that in mind if you receive feedback that does it resonate with you or maybe it's not something that you wanted to hear at that moment you know it's okay to step away from it for a couple hours but come back to it um, where you can think about it in a logical and solution focused approach because there may be a level of truth there that you can use as a tool for your improvement sometimes this testing process takes a little bit of time as well um, i heard from someone the other day who was disappointed because their podcast viewership or listenership seemed to be stagnant but during that time they had also rebranded to niche down and be very specific with their target market. And so sometimes when you do that, people think, oh, well, she's not talking about this one subject that I was interested in anymore, so I'm going to stop listening. So you may lose listeners or may lose a fan base for a period of time, but you will gain back 
those listeners who are more in your target demographic and it just takes a little time to rebuild after you make a change like that. So don't always just jump to the conclusion that I had less sales or I lost fans or I lost followers when I niched down or when I focused on my target market because it may just be part of the process to rebuilding and regrowing. Yeah, you definitely have to give things a trial period because anytime that you do something new, there's a level of risk. And sometimes people may see it one time and not really understand where you were going, but then after they see it a couple times, they're like, oh man, that is so good. Just like when you hear a song for the first time and you're like, I don't know how I feel about that new song, but after you've listened to it a couple times, you're like, wow, that is really catchy. Um, so sometimes, you know, don't don't be discouraged if you don't automatically see the results that you want. A lot of times it's more about farming than hunting. So you have to cultivate um, to whatever new thing that you're doing versus just going out and boom, making it happen. So give it some time. Allow yourself some leeway um, to really get full and true results. You know we're all about that case, about that case, no trouble. All about that case, about that case, no trouble. All about that case, about that case, no trouble. All about that case, about that case. At Bolts Legal, we are all about your case. Text or call to schedule a free consultation for all your legal needs. BoltsLegal.com. So another brand that does a great job of target marketing is Coca-Cola. They primarily target young people or youth, and they focus on creating emotional connection and associations with that demographic. So during Christmas, for example, you'll see Coca-Cola ads with heartwarming advertisements that typically involve children or young people. And that's an effective strategy for Coca-Cola because if whatever children's eating and drinking habits are, they oftentimes carry those habits on through adulthood. And so if you can create a habitual Coca-Cola user as a child, you will likely have a lifetime customer. And so even though Coca-Cola has a brand that can and does reach every type of person, regardless of their age, race, religion, gender, anything, Coca-Cola can be sold and enjoyed by everyone. They focus their brand on a certain demographic for strategic reasons. And your business may be the same, and mine is also. My legal services can apply to a broad range audience. I represent children, I represent adults, I represent elderly, I represent people of all different demographics. But I have to decide with different campaigns who is going to be my focus for this one. And we talked earlier about a motorcycle campaign or whatever it may be. Each different type of campaign I run, I reassess who the target market is for that ad. 
Absolutely. And to take it a step further to try to reach the people who are are making a certain income level. So whenever you're running an online ad or you're doing a commercial, there's a way to specifically target people who are going to be most likely using your product. So for example, if you're a franchise owner of the Dollar Tree, you know, you're more than likely not going to want to target wealthy families you're going to want to target people who are may, are maybe middle class or mid to lower class because they're going to be the ones who are likely to shop at your store so you can always be very very specific um, and you can use the data that you receive um, to your advantage in your marketing campaigns i don't care how much money i ever make i will always go to the dollar store <laughs> for certain products you cannot get a mylar helium balloon anywhere else <laughs> for one dollar and so if you're throwing a party for me that is always where i go because you can get party supplies you can get glasses and cups and things for serving and a serving you uh serving what do you call it, trays and stuff like that the best value at the dollar store so um I will be, but I pro, I don't go to a dollar store on a regular basis. I go there when I have an event or something that I need to buy certain items that I know they have a good deal on there. So if you need help identifying your target market, we would love to help you. We have a couple of different free resources available for you. And the first one is our Facebook group, which Rachel mentioned earlier, Miss Biz Nation. Please join the group. We would love to connect with you there. Every day we are there commenting and posting and interacting with the members and just trying to build each other up with new ideas for each other's businesses. And then Fridays at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, we have our Miss Biz Connects Zoom call, which I promise you if you ever come you will be blessed i've been blessed every time because the people who come encourage me support me give me new ideas that i hadn't thought of and everyone there is just trying to help each other and it's just a tremendous blessing to be able to hear from week to week how people have implemented the strategies and advice they've gotten and uh, look forward to coming back and sharing their experiences and helping others. So please join us in uh, both of those venues, Miss Biz Nation Facebook group and Miss Biz Connects Zoom call. Our mission is to see you succeed and to help you get the most out of your business. So we are here in service of you every week. Let's get biz done. We appreciate you and are honored to be on this journey with you. We can't wait to help you, to encourage you, and show you how to grow personally, professionally, and spiritually. If you found Miss Biz helpful, Please leave a review and share with others. You can follow us on social media at Miss Biz Podcast. For legal questions or services, please visit boltslegal.com. And for digital marketing needs, please visit boltsmedia.com. Let's, Let's get, get biz done. done.